Hello and welcome to the Later Day Podcast with your hosts, Brayden, Keaton, and Caden. Today is going to be a special episode, right guys? We're talking about some conference speculation and as well, we're just talking about preparation for conference because that's something that we all should do. Yep. (laughs) What is wrong with you guys? (laughs) We're trying to see how long we can just stay silent. And just make it as awkward as possible for you. Um, you have achieved that. You got me to just say, yep, in the next time. Should yep. we start over? Well, I don't... Yeah, we can just keep going, keep rolling with it. That's kind of the spirit of this episode. This just, Fair enough. We're rolling with the punches here. Yeah, exactly what the church is doing with COVID, baby. We're just trying to roll with the punches. Yeah, we, we joked about, hey, we're going to do this... Um, this speculation episode where we could talk about all the crazy things that could happen at conference. This was like and then we the talked craziest about this back thing. in like January, man. Before anything was even crazy gonna happen. Well, I mean, well, I yeah. think that was when it was hitting China hard, wasn't it? It was in January. Yeah, it was like barely, barely in existence. But like, but anyway, yeah, we who could have predicted yeah. what has happened and what is going to happen? Uh, probably profits. Yeah. I just feel like all of the ideas that I had for this episode have already happened, and General yeah, Conference every hasn't little even come thing out is, yet. Yeah, every little thing that could have happened has been trumped by everything else. Yeah, basically. It's crazy. Any, yeah, any of the suggestions we got are just silly in comparison to what reality is. Yeah, the suggestions were like... Yeah, just... It, it doesn't well, we even We could go over up. some of them, but... Yeah, yeah, we'll still, it we'll just, still yeah. talk a, about a little bit of them, but so, I, I see one and it's like sort of Laban is being shown and I'm like, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like, So hold on, this episode, we're going to talk about some speculation, um, the few ideas that we have left for what could possibly happen or what they could announce at conference. Um, and then yeah, we we'll got talk more just about submissions. Like, some tips, I think. Some yeah. preparation Yeah, that's tips. for sure. Yeah, we had a few a few people who just spit out a bunch of ones, which is nice. Thank you to those people. I mean, that's what we asked, um, right? But yeah, that's what we wanted, so that's good. There was a few that we liked more than others. I think we can just say a couple of our favorites. And, and the funny thing is, is like some of my favorites were related to the coronavirus, and then it's like, oh, they all came to pass. Yeah, they all they all oh. happened. Yeah, one of the ones that was submitted to me was uh, missionary forces redirected to online efforts only. Or people getting sent and... home from their missions early. That happens too. Yeah, <laughs> both of those things happen. Um, the, one of them was that they're going to swarm message, Reddit message boards in coordination, but that has not happened yet. I guess it could. Well, they you don't know, have our, access that's, to that's, Reddit. They're not supposed to go on Reddit. Yeah, well, yet. true, true. My brother's joke, though, was imagine a swarm of, you know, how many missionaries are in the field right now? Probably, like, like how many were on our... I think there's we only on ever, like, 20,000. Like 80, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess, yeah, like imagine 80,000 80, yeah, yeah, yeah. 80, Imagine basically, like, 80,000 bots just, like, spamming Reddit threads and yeah. only upvote, like, upvoting church content and stuff. That'd be crazy. That would but be no, crazy. that's not going to happen. But think about how annoying that, that would be. Hey, that could happen. Oh, that would be very annoying. That could potentially shut down the site and probably get the subreddit banned and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, subreddit banned and just... It'd be very negative for the church, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
my brother bad for propaganda my brother had some crazy pretty crazy ideas including um president nelson walks out wearing the urim and thummim (laughs) sort of laban (laughs) in hand (laughs) it's the end of time laban would probably be the coolest yeah swinging around this giant sword wearing this breastplate and whatever else is included (laughs) that's just yeah like yeah given given that it's the end of times you know that that would be my favorite thing to happen that i think would be awesome as if you know, a Middle Eastern looking man walked up clean shaven to the, the pulpit. Everyone's like, who the heck is this poser? Guess who it is? One of the three Nephites. The one and only. There's only one of the three Nephites left? I don't, I don't think he's talking no, about no. the three Nephites. I think he's talking about Jesus. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> I am Jesus. Indeed. <laughs> um, so Jesus that'd be is wild. white. He is so not. <laughs> 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 um okay but geez where were you raised southern Nephites. alberta yes <laughs> um okay well so let's dial it back a little bit here and uh yeah sorry that think, one's a well, little more aggressive well no i think aggressive ones are fine i'm just thinking like dial it back so we can kind of collect our thoughts and and go around the same um ideas here conference related with what we know now so we know it's going to be broadcast only yeah no people in mm-hmm. attendance so, i actually have and the, the church uh, the church is pretty good at broadcast so i don't think there'll be any like funny little mistakes though who knows i mean there was that one I time was... the kids stood up at the end of conference <laughs> that was pretty yes good. okay we will we will link that that is the best thing that's ever happened sorry Wait, no what, what happened there? exaggeration he, he like stood up uh, after, during the song or whatever <laughs> right in front of the camera yeah, and he just turns around and gives a big old smile. So it's so good. I have the I have the announcement from the church um, pulled up. It says in response to growing global concerns regarding the spread of COVID nineteen, we're making the following changes. So the public will not be admitted to the conference center downtown Salt Lake for conference. Missionaries scheduled to enter the missionary training centers in Provo, Utah, Preston. England um, will be trained remotely by video conference. My parents are actually doing online missionary training in preparation because cool. their mission's kind of on pause. They were told, yeah, you're not going to go when you were supposed to, but keep preparing. So hopefully they're able to go still. And then the last one was stake in leadership conferences and other large gatherings are postponed, um, which has evolved. I mean, there's no church allowed at all now, so wild well and it, yeah. it it's weird to me well okay so here's where some of the cool parts about like corona shutting everything down comes in is uh yeah aside like seen, from you know yeah aside from death and the stuff death and like how economic downfall. the economy being the economy being yeah, yeah so all that aside um it's I saw this one post on Facebook and I was, I was laughing about it. Cause it's like, it's like one of those like, uh, member mom posts where it's like, Oh, how, how awesome is it that like of all times, like the Lord called a doctor to be the prophet of the church. It was like, well, this season it's like how crazy and like, okay, but no, but it actually is. No, and, crazy. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> like, She's not wrong. Like not only that, but like, that, like the fact that we've been doing "Come Follow Me" for a and, year and that's now, what I was gonna get into and then was like, church is oh, only two hours. Now there's ways. Now to there's 
no church be an like, at-home centered way of still going through the gospel doctrine and, and doing things like that's that's what i was getting around to is like sorry jumped the gun it's interesting that the church well it's not interesting we should have known and seen it coming like i think president nelson himself said like why are you surprised <laughs> like which is another big thing but i think for me i didn't really consider i was one of those like non-believers of covid that like it wasn't getting nearly as bad as it was until like the church had a stance on it and they did have a stance on it fairly early on so i was pretty quickly turned around but i was like oh, i mean it's probably being blown a little and bit out some of people are still denying it so hard though mm-hmm. like it's crazy yeah and the, i mean they'll learn they'll learn unfortunately probably the hard way yeah. but but yeah like right when the church came out with that stuff like I, I instantly, like, my, my ideas on it and stuff, like, changed immediately. I was like, well, yeah, no, I mean, church probably isn't wrong about this. Well, and then President Nelson on Thursday encouraged members to fast all together about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. A whole church-wide mm-hmm. fast, which, and I mean, like, well, we've interfaced. had church-wide fast was like an a couple times. Fast, but I think he promoted it. Yeah, he, they've been sharing it to, like, everybody, not just members of the church. So that's excellent. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how well the church has been prepared in almost every single way. Like even financially, like people talk about, oh, the church is sitting on this huge pile of money. And yeah, it's true. But now they're in a place where they can be the ones to still help people out and they're not going to run out of money anytime soon. Right. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember the baby scandal about finances like at the beginning of this year. And the church. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, at least, at least somebody's <laughs> got money because nobody else does anymore. Yeah, well, I can't. <laughs> yeah. If you want anyone exactly. to have and money, probably the like church they're... that is very free giving, like, yeah, and capable of like, because we have like a bunch of farms and stuff as well, don't we? Yeah, yeah. the church like, has like tons a of crazy farms. amount of like, uh, real estate. So that's yeah, good. True. That's really good. Um, yeah, it's been really inspiring, really faith building. I think I've seen a lot of posts too online. I get, again, just on the subreddit of people like asking questions about the church as well. I feel like in this time of crisis, people are kind of turning towards God. Mm-hmm. And I, it seems like the church is right there as a, as an anchor for people, which is really nice to see. It's well, obviously brought that to us, and yeah, I hope it brings and, it to well, even people. I even think about, like, other churches and, like, how they would go about certain steps of repentance. Because I know, like, for instance, like, we know that we can go directly to God for a lot of things when it comes to, like, daily repentance. But obviously there needs to be a, you know, bishop or someone, like a state president, who also takes into account some of, like, the larger transgressions that we might commit. Now, granted, um, there's other churches that don't necessarily have that same belief that, like, you can just pray about something and be forgiven. So it makes me wonder, like, what what they're going through right now. Like, oh, I can't. Like, the people who are, like, they always go to their their priest or whatever and they do their uh, confessions. Well, did you see that? The Pope said that you don't have to go into confession anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, he said you can (laughs) pray for forgiveness. They finally figured it out. What a what a weird yeah, there is concept. Some, some really funny memes about that. Like, 
Yeah. That's like, how's the... Well, how all the Protestants, you know, money? Martin Luther. That was one of the things that Martin Luther... Well, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I understand, that was one of the things that Martin Luther, you know, back in the day was talking about when he left right. the Catholic Church. It's like, why do we have to and go so, through somebody else? Yeah, hmm. so there's been some really funny memes about that. <laughs> and yeah, like it's just... The 180? Yeah, full yeah, 180. Well, call it, desperate times call for defer, desperate measures, right? And But sometimes desperate times just call for simplification and people thinking through how things should actually work. Hmm. Like, they, they're saying a lot of jobs after this will just return to, to being people working from home. And that totally makes actually, sense. Well, Same with some schools. Yeah, I was, looking, like I was looking into that idea as well, like how this might be that push it 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 takes for like some of the older generation to realize like because it's older people who have um control over certain things like obviously you don't see very many like 20 to 30 year olds in high up positions unless it's like a startup of like a few years but like there's large large companies who are used to the you know what you have like uh you go in you clock in you work eight, nine hours, you clock out, like you show up Monday to Friday, you do this. Whereas there's other companies who are working from home. They don't necessarily have to be clocked in all day. They can make something work online and still be just as efficient. And uh, yeah. like, it's, it's cool to see that there's so many, aside from like basic, like service industry stuff, um, how many, how many things can be run just online? Yeah, no, it is awesome, actually. Yeah, even, even seminary, like, my mom is the seminary coordinator for, I think, whatever, for the stake or some area of Alberta. And so, uh, no, it's got to be just her stake. That makes sense. And they were already trying to have, like, one day a week or one day, you know, every so often where they the kids would just do stuff online. Right. And now they're, you know, forced to do it all online. And so it's just kind of interesting that, the little bit that they had done already to prepare for that is now applying to what they're doing now. As mm -hmm. far as I understand it, maybe I misunderstood what she was well, talking about. And, but. and I also think there's a divide there. Cause like for me, I can't learn as focused, I think online as I can just like in person, but like I can work online probably faster than I could if it was like on paper or something. Cause I have everything yeah, else to like my, there's, it's, there's weird things there's, to it. Sorry. <laughs> I just like tried to jump in a bunch. No, you're right. And I think there's an adjustment period too. Like people get used to stuff as they go. Mm -hmm, we were mm -hmm. actually talking about that as a family. We were talking about whether or not people are comfortable with being on camera in a video call. And for some people, you know, they've been on thousands of video calls. Like on my mission, I Skyped into church almost every week in some areas. And then I dated my wife long distance for five months. And so it was on video calls constant. So there's just, there's different experience levels. And I think everyone just gets, you know, you kind of adapt and get better at it the more you try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that might, that might be another, I think this conference, bringing it kind of back to conference and like what the messages might be. I think a lot of them will be centered around like embracing some of the technologies that allow us to stay connected but stay safe as well. And then like using right. it. I mean, they're like, not even having all of like the general authorities in one room at the same time. The only people who are in the broadcast rooms are people who are speaking in that session. 
Yeah. Yeah. Will their will their chairs be you know a meter each apart? That'd be pretty epic, actually. They basically already are. Those chairs are so big, man. They are far apart, man. That's true. And I think <laughs> that was one thing I was hoping for this conference is that we'd get a special number just from the quorum of the twelve. Oh, that like would a be good cool. old like, a... like barbershop quartet. <laughs> that would be actually so. Hey, we've sick. been preparing this and working on this for years. <laughs> We've never had a chance to shine because the friggin' Mormon Tabern- or Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square always took the, spot- the spotlight. That's funny. <laughs> I bet they could. I'm sure they could do it. No, but they're not even doing the the session in the conference center. They're just recording it. No, yeah. On really? Temple Square, yeah. Oh. Just, it, be a and whole songs are all going to be pre-recorded. Yep. I mean, they so already we'll probably have just like, get every some... song pre-recorded on yeah, LDS.org. We'll get... Or sorry, um, on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints dot org. Wait, is it just Church of Jesus Christ dot org? I thought it, it was, is now. Yeah, it is now. Or come unto Christ dot org or whatever. Um, um, one thing that has been interesting, along with that, talking about the pre-recorded stuff, is to see all this media now. Whenever people are in groups, they always have a disclaimer: "This was filmed before. This was filmed before. Don't worry, we're <laughs> we're social distancing now." And it, it's just funny. I don't know. Maybe it's not that funny. I just chuckle a little bit every time I see that. Like, you have to clarify it because everyone's like, well, you guys aren't doing it, so why do we have to do it? Kind of thing. Yeah, well, more so just the, you guys should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think, yeah. I think that would be what one of What a time to be alive. What a time. We're making history, baby. F in the chat to all the missionaries that had to go home. Yeah, that I feel but, like, yeah, I saw a video of a, like a plane full of, um, not a video, a picture, sorry, of a, of a plane full of missionaries coming home from the Philippines. And then I saw a video of a bunch of like foreign missionaries singing on their last day. Yeah. Of being in the mission field as like foreign missionaries in the Philippines. I saw them singing with like their little Filipino companions and it like, it broke my heart. I was like, man, I could not imagine if I had to be like. If I was in, like, one of my favorite companionships and, like, it wasn't my mission ending, it wasn't, you know, a transfer or anything, our time was just cut short because of, like, something that was completely beyond our control. I would yeah, be so upset because it's like, man, that was my best friend. Well, but friend. That's, like, that's the thing, though, too, is that that's, you know, the atonement. That's everything we believe in is that God's going to make the best of every situation. True, and that's that's kind of what I've been talking to whenever I have a chance to talk to missionaries who have gone home early. I just have said, like, your mission's not over. Just the goals have changed, you know, like just because you go home doesn't mean you're going to stop doing those things. Like, obviously, I did not do a great job when I came home of maintaining my studies, but I totally could have. Totally. Some stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I really do hope this conference, like everyone's still able to like take a lot out of it i i do wonder what attendance is going to be like at this conference though i think attendance will be higher than ever like even krista and i like i pretty much only work on saturdays while i'm in school krista works all day on saturday so that's already a whole day of conference that we have to catch up on later whereas i feel like more people are working from home and have a little bit more flexibility with their schedules. I think there'll be more people able to clear their, I mean, like what else are you doing? You might as well watch conference. That's I think, fair. And actually it might be the, the breath of 
fresh air from just regular streaming or like video games that people want yeah it's like, it's like the breath of a, spiritual air like, well, it's like been... a different a different thing to do while still at the house that's fair no that's fair like i am but i am seriously like and i also feel like people are going to be more prepared because we have more time to do our spiritual preparation before conference like even this fast um that president nelson has encouraged people to do is is great preparation spiritually even though we're not necessarily fasting for general conference reasons or in relation to general conference but fasting for this is a good practice just for your spirituality and to to be prepared in other in other ways you know mm-hmm. so yeah, that's a good moment i think to segue into that i we we have a few other you know speculations but i think yeah let's jump on into the preparation well and um my bishop and our stake president, they sent us three things that we're supposed to fast for. Like, obviously, there's the normal one that President Nelson told us to for relief um, from the pandemic and for those who are direct, directly affected. Um, but then they tacked on these two. Inspiration for how we can best be best prepared to receive the messages that will come from um, our general church leaders at conference. And then the third one is inspiration on how we can share the gospel and more specifically the Easter message because we won't have church on Easter. Um, so how we can still, you know, make that a special moment. Um, but I thought awesome. it's, it's interesting because at last conference, President Nelson said that this conference would be historical, right? Um, which is interesting because none of this had even happened. So I think mm-hmm. that we're still going to have historical stuff happen at conference besides the coronavirus. Like, coronavirus completely aside, there's going to be something pretty significant that they're going to talk about or share. Or But, but, but beyond that, think? it doesn't really matter if, that it, if there is. The significance is... Is our preparation. Yeah, we we are brought to our knees and humbled by this. Right, and it is and more so this important. Conference, True. this conference will be special to us mainly because of that. And I don't think expecting anything big will will help us out. But I do see. I know what you mean, though. Like there, it, it's potentially possible. But well, who knows? I, like, yeah, I, I think I that's like the main thing. Is I like what I'm hearing. Um, that yeah, even in. Elder Bednar in May of 2019, his talk was about prepare, it's called prepared to obtain every needful thing. And he talks about obviously preparation. Mm -hmm. And he, he even talked about then that president Nelson counseled us. There's much more to come. Eat your vitamin pills, get your rest. It's going to be exciting. Hmm. Well, some people I've seen online be like, Oh, he talked about vitamin pills. President Nelson knew this was going to happen. It's like, well, you know, maybe, but... And I mean, he probably did. It. I mean, we all should have known that uh, this who, was going to happen. It's in the Book of yeah, Mormon. Bill Gates <laughs> talked about it four years ago that we were going to face a pandemic. The movie uh, Contagion basically predicted this exact thing. Yeah, it even talks about that it started with bats, man. How crazy is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. But yeah, moving on. There, Yeah, there's... They well, obviously have been planning, you know, from even the Hinckley days and even before that for us to be prepared for bad things like this to happen. It goes all the way back. And church history is all so dependent on on preparation 
and like be prepared scout motto in the book of mormon it's riddled with warnings for the end of days and it's not like we didn't know the name of our church is the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints latter-day saints we're in the latter days second coming's around the corner all those warnings and counsels that are in the book of mormon that's happening mm-hmm. and actually i think i saw on reddit somewhere where it wasn't even like in a in like a a feed about the church or anything it was just it showed up in the comment section because someone's like oh yeah weird how it's it was i think it was about utah or something it was a post about utah and covid and people and like it was something about how like oh think about that for a state that has like 90 percent of a population that is looking forward to the end of the world and and i was kind of thinking about it and there's a couple other people that commented on it that said like well i don't think because everyone knew he was talking about um mormons or members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and i don't think he realized that it's not that we're looking forward to you know dying and like the end of the world no one's looking forward to that like the world is a gift, but it, what it is is we're looking forward to the Savior's return, right? Totally. And it's not like, oh, yeah, the world ending and everyone, like, burning up and dying and, and all this, like, other stuff that comes along with it. It's just the fact that when he returns if and, and being prepared, it's the idea of, like, being prepared for the return. So it's like all my, my affairs are sorted sort of thing so that I can go into the next life. But um, I kind of... Yeah, and that's... That's almost like a good principle relating to conference too. Like no matter what, no matter what happens, our affairs are sorted. We're prepared. We're ready to be edified mm-hmm. well, and by that's, the conference. That's why I want to go back to what you were saying about like just this experience kind of humbling a lot of people. I think especially going into this conference, a lot of people will be like looking up at the prophet or the apostles and saying like, well, and not saying, but like listening and, and trying to seek counsel from Heavenly Father, ultimately. Right. Trying right? Like they're going to be trying like, okay, to seek well, some counsel yeah, like, and well, comfort. What, like, we know this is out of our hands. We fasted for this now. We know that this works both ways. Like, we know we're in communication with the Lord. So, I think this conference is, it might be historical because, you know, a, a large population of the church will receive those answers of, like, what what they need to do in their households or in their respective um, ward stakes um, to keep each other safe, I guess. I don't know. But I, I just liked yeah. that thought of like com- like everyone, especially during this conference, is going. Because I don't think I've ever necessarily gone to conference and been like, okay, what's next? Like, what do we do now? Like, I think I could go to conference and feel just as comfortable before conference um, going into it as I did do like after but like this time it's like I know I'll receive a lot of comfort from whatever they say because like of yes, yeah. you know some of the the worries that go along with it. Right. And that is, you know, based on our preparation. Just mm-hmm. like all things blessings are predicated upon you know us doing our part. Yep. Yeah. There's a really good quote again from the same Bednar talk and I'll just read the whole little section here. It's at the very end of his talk. He gives a promise, and for this talk, he is talking a lot about the home-centered, church-supported system, which is now the soul system, <laughs> Yeah, with the, you know, other things, of course, going on, too. But he says, I suspect that some of you may be wondering if your gospel learning actually can become home-centered and church-supported. 
Perhaps you are the only member of the church in your home or have an unsupportive spouse or are a single parent or live alone as a single or divorced Latter-day Saint. And you may have questions about how these principles apply to you. You may be a husband and a wife looking at each other and questioning, can we do this? Yes, you can do this. I promise that enabling blessings will flow into and be evident in your life. Doors will open. The light will shine. Your capacity will be increased to persevere diligently and patiently. I joyfully witness that, compensa that compensating blessings will come as we strive to fulfill our individual responsibility to learn and love the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. We, can tr we truly can be prepared to obtain every, every needful thing. Sorry, I stumbled a little bit there, but yeah. That is just a pretty good... awesome talk, actually. That sounds like it's right on par with what we need yeah, that's to be geared for us. To yeah. be learning. It's true, and yeah, it, even again that it, the the talk is mainly about oh, you know, ministering and come follow me. It directly applies to everything we do now. Right, and we can do this. Dang it, yeah. fist pound. We gosh, can do this. Gosh darn it, we can. All right. Yeah. Well. I mean, I don't know how long we want to go talking about preparedness and whatnot. Um, yeah, I think we could just kind of go around and say, is there anything in particular that we individually like to do to prepare that's been impactful? Well, I'd probably say that preparation needs to be longer than just a week before conference. I mean, don't procrastinate the day of your repentance. Today is better than waiting till tomorrow to prepare. Um but in the future, maybe just trying to be prepared for spiritual revelation all the time. Because even though it's general conference and we're hearing a message from a prophet, um, I mean, the things that we do to prepare personally for revelation when we're trying to make a decision or when we need direction in our lives are the same things that we'll be doing to prepare for conference, right? You know, making sure that we're having meditative periods in our life, in our daily Activities so that we can hear promptings of the Spirit, making sure we're praying, um, reading the scriptures, doing our studies that we need to do, doing service. I feel like all of those things are things that I strive to do when I'm looking for an answer from Heavenly Father for a concern or question. And those are the exact same things I do when I'm getting ready for conference. The only things that I might add is like studying more of previous conference talks, like the conference that just happened, refreshing my memory of what everybody spoke on and their messages and, you know, oh, I remember really liking that. I was going to do this and I didn't do it. I need to start implementing that now. So maybe I'm like six months behind the curve, but I don't know, catching up on making sure I'm not missing anything from last conference, right? <laughs> Actually taking the guidance and, and applying it before overloading myself with a whole another 10 hours of more guidance, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that you talk about trying to just going through the same process that you would normally do to receive revelation. Cause that's what we're going to hear, that, right? Like, yeah, even though exactly. we're listening to conference, it's not necessarily going to be the words that they say. I, I think Braden was talking about this in one of our previous episodes. You can read or hear a scripture and read and hear the same scripture later on. And it means a completely different thing to you. You hear a whole different message. So yeah, I mean, sure, the prophet is going to give us messages, and so are the apostles that we're going to hear from and other church leaders, but the preparation and what we need in our lives is what's going to change the message for us. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not necessarily yeah, like, their words. It's our preparation. Yeah. And I think as well, that applies so much too, since all the temples are closed. Yeah. And so at least for some people, um, a big part of their revelatory, revelatory process is going to the temple. And now this is basically the closest thing that we can get other than, you know, prayer at home and fasting at home and things like that. So, yeah, I think this is a special opportunity for a lot of that. That that melds well into what I do to prepare. And I really just think of questions that I want to ask. And I pray about those questions leading up towards conference and then just look for those, like view the conference through the glasses, I guess, of those questions. And that, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. that's been super beneficial to me. I think that just ties in a bit with what Caden was saying as well. So do you normally write those questions down somewhere so that you can like reflect them during conference? I don't normally write them down. I just kind of have them in my head. And I, I can honestly say too that I haven't done this perfectly every single time. Most of the time it's me being like, oh crap, conference is coming up in tomorrow. I should think of some <laughs> questions. Oh no, it's tomorrow. <laughs> but... This time, I know for sure I've been thinking a lot more about a few things. and uh, Especially with like a newborn yeah. child, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that kind of pressure of like... I couldn't imagine I... bringing a newborn into this world. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm that's kidding. another topic too of like, is the kid going to even like like being around other people if they've been stuck at home with their parents for the first six months of their life? Yeah, but, whatever. Six yeah, months is a whole other thing. I don't know. It's not Braden, too bad. what do you no, do? I'm, they'll, they'll I'm hopeful back. that but yeah, yeah, we'll bounce back within the, within six months. But, um, uh, for, well, for preparing for conference, like, I kind of hinted at it earlier. Like, I, I could do a lot better going into conference, I think, because I don't necessarily prepare myself as much with, like, questions. I just kind of go and I'm like, hey, like, I just need to focus this time around. Like, I just need to, like, go in. I think I developed it on my mission where like during conference, I just, I would, I would take notes, but like very, very infrequently, I guess, non-frequent notes. Cause I just would try to listen and let the spirit like remind me of it when the spirit would need to remind me of this lesson or something like that's how conference has been for the last four years for me. It's like, if, if something resonates I'll probably remember it for a while. And unfortunately, like, I can't, like, cite a bunch of different conference talks just thinking now about it. And I think maybe I should uh, go in with more preparation of, like, maybe I need to get to know some of the people that are speaking at this conference. Because do they, do they give out, like, a, a talker? Like, they, they discuss who's speaking prior, right? Oh yeah, they. they I'm like pretty a, sure they talk about what on. topics they, they're all. Yeah, on. like they have a. Uh, or agenda. I don't think they assign a topic, but they'll say, "Hey, you're speaking at this conference," mm-hmm. and then they maybe like submit a proposal, like, "Hey, this is think, what I'm going to talk about." Because I think that sometimes sometimes they do get a topic, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that also ultimately affects how I listen to some of the talks. Like if I know who they are going into it, which is very like biased, I guess, of me and very not good but it's the same thing at like just regular sacrament meetings like i know i'm familiar with some speakers and it's like oh i know i, I need to pay attention to this one because like i know i will like it and i'm like just being in the same elders quorum or being in the same sunday school class as this person i know we're very like-minded in the gospel so like 
like what they're about to teach or talk about for the next 15 20 minutes i will likely agree with um whereas some sometimes there'll be another member of the church where like i don't have any personal relation with them but and i you chalk it up to me being like stuck up or something but like i just no matter how hard i try to listen to them like i it will be like i'm charlie brown and like the parents are just like trying to talk and they're going like wah, wah, wah. yeah like it's like i'm not receiving anything because i've already closed my mind off to them probably and uh, I think that's my case with some conference addresses as well. Like the the Big 12 or the Big 15, I should say, almost always I'm like listening. But like some of the other area 70s or Sunday school presidents, like it, sometimes I'm not paying as much attention. Yeah, you got to fix that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the, some of the area yeah, talks are some of my favorites. No, same. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, true. Like some of them are the same. And, and I've recognized some of the faces though and names and that's why i'm saying this is like yeah some of the area 70s that i know are like my favorite talks I, it's because i've seen them or i've right because you made a special effort before. yeah i made a special effort to like listen and end. it just also happened to be one of the better talks of the conference <laughs> but like it's stuff like that so i don't know sometimes i wonder if talks at general conference are like tryouts for being an apostle because yeah. some of the most recent apostles have given some awesome talks in their previous general conferences, That's like especially fair. Gary E. Stevenson and uh, oh shoot, I can't remember some. Yeah, of we've the had names. we've had some next level talks, <laughs> especially from the new guys. <laughs> They're like That's yeah. their initiation. Yeah, it's like while well, they get him to speak, and then it's like, oh yeah, this guy he's pretty cool. But I know the Lord, you know, directs it and all that. But just kind of funny to think that way. Mm-hmm. But no, that's, I think you brought up a really good point, Brayden, about just being humble for whoever is up there. Even Especially now. Because, yeah. you know, some people kind of have that voice that, you know, is kind of annoying. The primary teacher voice or the elders corn president voice. <laughs> but I, I, that's what I find myself having to look past is if someone starts talking to me like that, I just kind of get annoyed. and I Or if they're like that. not good looking at all, like I just can't. Braden's like rating the apostles as they get up there. Yeah. Oh wow. The tie is a five out of ten. The King. face two. Can't why? even listen to this with why, this tie on. Why is he sweating so much? I don't understand. There's zero pressure. There's no one in the room. <laughs> like just like just, no. So I think that Braden's helps like, bring it back. Braden says them. I could do to I could do so much better. Than yeah. Them. Honestly, give me twenty minutes and a topic. I would clean the. Like just, and this is why Braden got yeah. released from the Sunday School presidency. And, yeah, and that is why I am also not a prophet or an apostle, <laughs> nor will I. Uh, anyways, so I think that helps bring it sort of back to the spirit of the beginning of the episode, where it's like we do want to enjoy this conference. Um, unfortunately, a lot of our thunder was stolen from us by the coronavirus. But yeah, we don't really have many, <laughs> many fun things we could even talk about. But we hope that you prepare for this conference yeah. this week. And I think it's beneficial for this podcast even to be a bit more about preparing for the conference anyway, because of that principle, like we can talk about all these theories and stuff all we want, but in reality, the biggest thing that can happen is us being humble enough to receive anything. Right. And that's, that's at least what I'm getting out of this the most. Yeah. And if this doesn't humble people, then I don't really know what will. Oh, Nothing. dude, Corona 20. Very little. Corona, Corona 20, 20 or COVID 20. 
Oh, well, I had a dream like, about that it's like the, the other muta- night. That it the mutated version. Yeah, yeah, mutated version. It, it I had a dream doesn't like just that. It was get freaky. you sick. It gets all the other animals sick as well. So then, for some reason, like all of our livestock goes away. Oh, that would be real bad. Oh, Everyone's like, and then the vegans would be like, "We were right." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, DNC eighty nine was like, "What did we tell you? Yeah. Meat sparingly." <laughs> Anyways. That's not gonna happen. Bringing it Hopefully. back. Um, yeah. Well, we have we have fasted and prayed today that it won't. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And we let's, have hope. We have faith. I'd also be interested in hearing what people have to say, um, like if they have any additional conference preparation tips. Um, feel free to DM us on Instagram or, or personally or whatever, and and share your tips. I mean, it it won't make yeah, it to this episode obviously, in, but it can help us. Well, or or even post conference, like post conference, send us stuff that you liked, so that maybe we didn't. Yes, we because like, obviously about it. we'll miss some stuff. So send us some of your favorite. Yeah, things. send them to us, or if if you have a post like with a story with a comment or something, an tag Instagram us. story with a comment on how you prepare. Yeah, tag us in that. We'll repost it, stuff like so, that. We really, yeah, we want to help anyone we can, especially our ourselves, of course. <laughs> especially <laughs> ourselves. And yeah, and on that note, I especially guess especially Brayden, really. Yeah. I, I, um, we'll probably do we'll probably do another episode after conference just to discuss the talks and stuff. Yeah, I believe might Can as well do. do that. And then who knows? You know, who knows from there what we'll end up doing. But yeah, just hopefully everybody's uh, come follow me preparation at home and with all this time that most people have, you know, with not having to go to church on Sundays. Hopefully, you guys are doing well with your studies. And if not, let us know, and maybe we can share some more tips with you guys i'm thinking maybe we just become televangelists no no priestcraft we talked about this in our first episode we will not be doing priestcrafts but how else do we get our message (laughs) out we'll just (laughs) in these uncertain times all right love you guys (laughs) all right